Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. I know I did. We had a birthday in my family. Uh, my daughter turned five. We celebrated at Cowabunga Bay here in Draper, Utah, and uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Listen, guys, make sure that you're following the podcast on DaltonKJensen.com and please share it with a friend or a coworker if you feel so inclined. I really love to get this message out there. I'm trying to do a lot of good things with local business owners, with small businesses, with, with businesses and startups all over the world. And uh, it just gets bigger and better with you guys. So DaltonKJensen.com is where you can find us. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DaltonKJensen and catch us on LinkedIn. Now, uh, this was an in-person interview and it was probably one of my favorites because he has such a great business idea. So let me introduce you to Scott Fletcher, who is the owner of The Active Consumer. So go to theactiveconsumer.com. You can learn all about it. In fact, he'll tell us about it in this podcast, but it's an app where you can donate your spare change to causes that you care about. So for example, I like to buy all my stuff on Amazon, but Amazon's really hurting small businesses in some areas. So what do I do? I donate my change to a grant foundation that gives grants to small businesses to help them succeed. Uh, There's no escape in Amazon, but we can still help the little guy. And Scott Fletcher's platform, the active consumer is helping save the little guys, nonprofits. You can go check out his app and may, and then find whatever nonprofit that you go to donate your spare change. Cause it's always tough, right? We always get in a spot where we want to donate to nonprofits, but we don't know how, and we don't know what to do. Uh, this changes all of that. He's also got an application for musicians that we talk about in the podcast as well. So if you're, if you're a musician, you really, really need to listen to this podcast. So without further ado, Scott Fletcher, enjoy the podcast and share away. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. All right, Scott. We're rolling, man. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah. And uh, we were talking a little bit before about like what you do. And, uh, we, you know, when you reached out, when we when we connected the first time, I was like, oh, geez, um, I didn't really understand what it was. But you explained it very well uh, when we started. And um, I think it's like kind of crazy. So why don't you tell us like in your own words, like what, what you got going on? Yeah, it's kind of a crazy, crazy concept. Um, so I'm calling it a sustainability platform. Um, and what that means is sustainability is the, um, being able to sustain over a period of time. Right. Um, so, you know, all these things we're doing, all these things we're buying are not necessarily sustainable. Um, you know, we're, we're buying gas cars or even if it goes to electric cars, right. It's not necessarily a sustainable industry because we're at the moment powering it by, you know, coal generated sources and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so my thought was that, you know, how do we make this sustainable in, of, in and of itself? You know, I can't buy in a Tesla. So how do I influence the system that is, you know, keeping these elect- or these gas powered cars cheaper and these, you know, electric cars a little more expensive? How can I influence that when I can't, you know, do that with my purchasing power? Right. So, uh, so it's based on an economics theory, the theory of externalities. Okay. Um, and what that is, is an externality is a, an impact to somebody else, an impact to a third party 
um, based on something that you are doing, right? Yeah. So when you buy that tank of gas for your gas car, the externality could be the air pollution, could be the noise pollution. Um, you know, it, 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 it runs yeah, the gamut. A, there's a few things that could be, yeah. Yeah. So, so what the business is, the active consumer is the, the brand name. Um, and that is the theory behind it, which is, uh, you know, like a conscious consumer is somebody who's, uh, you know, putting their voting with their dollar. They're saying, I believe that this is a better choice than this. I'm buying organic and not this for some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the active consumer, um, we kind of combine this economics theory, the theory of externalities. And we're saying, you know, when you combine, um, the economics and your conscious consumer, you, you become more than a conscious consumer. You're active, you're an active consumer because mm-hmm. you're actively engaging in what's going on with your purchases. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this, that's the theory. And then we have a mobile app called Econus. Um, and so Econus is kind of the tool that one can use, uh, to actively engage in their economics. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if that was all confusing. <laughs> let's not, let's no, go no, to no, the no, simple part it. now. Right. <laughs> so so Econus allows you to essentially offset the unintended consequences of anything you buy. So when you buy that tank of gas, uh, you know, the unintended consequence could be something like air pollution. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you buy the, a fast food burger, the unintended consequence could be something like waste or, you know, heart disease, something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, when you pay your utility bills, the unintended consequence could be something like you're using culture and generated power. Um, so what the app allows you to do is choose the causes you care about. And so you say, you know, I care about air pollution, waste, animal mm-hmm. rights, right? And then you can link everything you buy to one of these causes that you care about. So now whenever you make that purchase, um, we round up your spare change. So, mm-hmm. you know, if the purchase is $25 and 55 cents, uh, we round up to $26. So there's 45 cents. And then we donate that to an organization, um, any nonprofit in the United States that's offsetting that issue. Yeah. So you, you said you said you had every nonprofit. Yeah. It's the, in be- there? It's the beauty of the modern age, man. The APIs you can pull. Yeah, in, you can pull true. from everything. And so yeah. now you know, building this as a single person would have never been possible. Right. You know, a, right. a decade ago. But right now, I can. You know, there's people building all these platforms that you can essentially pull in. And make these really cool products with so so this one for example you know maybe you link your uh, your gas bill your gas your uh plane tickets and your utility bills to air pollution right because yeah. you know that um you know either the generation of the power or you in personally yeah. are affecting it right um so you link your gas utility and your plane tickets to air pollution and then you link that to somebody like the um clean air force. Um, so what they would do is they would take that money and then they either offset directly, you know, yeah, which yeah. there's a bunch of stuff they're doing, or they take that money and they use it to uh, fund their lawyers who are lobbying in Congress and saying, you know, um, we would, we would like stricter regulations yeah. on the emissions that could be coming out of cars. You know, it's kind of, you're, you're kind of getting into the system without having a punch of money or a lot of political power. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that, that does give a lot of power back to like people because for me, I do care about some of the things that you're talking about, but I I don't have the time to like, we, you know, we were talking about this before, like research it and like, maybe like, okay, how much do you spend? And maybe, 
and maybe it's part laziness, right? But it's also just like, it's very like we have busy lives, right? And so I'm, I'm sure that's part of the reason you, you considered this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, busy lives and we not the majority of us that want to make change don't have, you know, we don't have a thousand dollars to donate every month. Right, you know? right, right. So, you know, we, we may not have the few amount of us may not have a lot to spend, but a lot of us with a little to spend can make the same difference. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, to automate that and to automate it. Right. Yeah. So, so with this, you know, if you're not wanting or you don't have the time to research all these crazy things, right. Yeah. Um, I built it so that essentially like an influencer can do it for you, right? Somebody you care about is going zero waste. Um, the UN's sustainable development goals, something that you really care about. You can just follow that persona as we're calling it. Yeah. At that time, whoever's following it, all the spare change from everybody following it at the same time goes to these organizations that they chose. Yeah. You know, so if, um, going zero waste, um, sets up a persona and they have, you know, everybody's gas tanks go to this clean air task force. Um, and then 10,000 people follow it. 10,000 people's tanks of gas will go to the same place. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're essentially, you know, crowd funding yeah. for and the now, same causes that they care about and, you know, you trust in them. So you're kind of following along with it. Yeah. And now like 80 cents or whatever, yeah. like times 10,000 or exactly, you know what I mean? And that does it's not going to break the bank. No. And, and, uh, and that's cool because people like to feel like, you know, they're together and things like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when it's like, Oh, you know, uh, I can do that. And it's cool that you, we are brought to you by Legal Inc. Estate Planning. Listen, you wouldn't dine and dash, so why would you leave your family in the hands of the courts and the government when you pass away? Most people think they don't have enough to start estate planning or that it's too expensive. Things like wills and a trust. While those are valid reasons, they're limiting beliefs, guys, to creating and keeping the wealth that you want to have. Listen, it's free to talk to Michael to learn more about what you can do today to protect your tomorrow and live your best life. Wills are necessary, especially if you have a home and kids. And a trust is the number one way to build and retain your wealth. So it's your life. It's your story. Make it a good one. Visit LegalLifePlan.com to schedule your first conversation with Michael and tell him that the Thinking Project sent you. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. Um, research like the personas or like develop these things. Because another reason for me that it's like, I, I'm a pretty skeptical person. And, uh, you know, for better or for worse. But it's always like, what are they really doing with this money? And so if I know, if I have somebody there that I trust, that it, that trusts them, it makes it a little easier. Okay, you know, they did their research. They did it. So it must be good enough. You know what I mean? I know not everybody's perfect, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a really hard part for sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know what anybody's doing with anything, <laughs> any of the money, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean... I, that's why that's why there's review systems and stuff yeah, like that yeah, you know yeah. that's why you know the big boys they're always you gotta you gotta take into account like you know the money they get versus their marketing budget right uh -huh. there's like some of them are up to like 60 percent is like to get more people to donate to them when it's all yeah. marketing which is funny you know it's really hard so so yeah if yeah you, if you don't really know what you're looking for or what you can you want to change right these influencer personas do help with that because it puts all the burden of, you know, the research on them. Yeah. And then, and then you can, then you yeah, live your life. It's like, okay, cool. Like yeah. I know now I'm donating stuff and that's kind of I feel it. good about it. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what we're just <laughs> going off. It's like, you know, live your best life, 
while also creating the change you want to see, you know, like, yeah, go buy that tank of gas because you want to go on a drive up a canyon and see a sunset. That was what I was going to say, right? It's like some of us are, the other reason I, I guess I kind of feel bad about donating money is like, I'm still going to drive my car because like I have, right? I'm like, you have to. I'm, I'm a middle class dude. I'm not yeah. wealthy. I, like you said earlier, right? I drove over here. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I be like, able to be here and talk to you about the subject if I had not driven my car over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we all have to do these things. Right, right. So I guess it makes it makes you feel a little bit better that now you can do something about it that even though you're doing these things, you know that some of your money is going to research and, and to these programs that are trying to help build a better life. Yeah. Maybe for our kids or their kids' kids, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that, that's always been my problem is like, dude, I, I know Amazon, I know the workers at Amazon. I know everybody like Frito-Lay right now, everybody's striking at Frito-Lay, but it's like, I already got the chips, man. I know. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, but I, I'm with you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now, you know, <laughs> yeah. link your Amazon, uh, Walmart and Frito-Lay purchases to, uh, an organization that's doing something, you know, and about, again, about anti-monopoly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe helping you know? them union, unionize. Or, maybe. Or yeah, exactly. Or something. Yeah. Okay. You know, so these causes that you care about, they don't want to donate, like, you know, let's say you donate $20 to NRC. That's just, you know, you're just throwing money down a bucket being like, all right, I hope they do something great. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't really mean anything. So this is meant to kind of give a purpose to your donations and a purpose to your change, you know? Mm. Um, because yeah, like everyone's going to be directed towards something that's relevant. So this, yeah. this buying that tank of gas, um, it's going to the clean air task force, you know, you know what they're doing with money essentially. And you know that it came from, purchase that did affect that cause yeah yeah Whereas, are there are there non i don't know if you can answer this but i'd be curious to know are there like nonprofits that help give like grants and stuff to small businesses oh yeah okay there's non there's nonprofits for everything, for everything. it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i guess so but that would be kind of cool because one of the other things is like i love small businesses but i buy on amazon almost every day and, you know, and we get in these conversations and I'm like, well, yeah, dude, when you can make a 34 inch computer monitor that doesn't crash, right? Like I'll buy it from you. Exactly. You know? But it'd be cool to be like, you know, I, I linked that Amazon purchase and then some spare change goes to an organization that I know uh, helps small businesses fund their ideas. Yeah. Like it, and helps them grow and like gives power back to like. Exactly. So. I'm an environmental sustainability geek myself. Okay. All right. Cool. But that's not what it's built for. It's built for anything that you, any sustainable issue that you care about. Right. So that is something. Yeah. So half my website's about like environmental impact, but half's about societal impact. Okay. Um, because there's a, there's an impact on everything that we buy. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, what's the impact of, um, cheap fast food, um, in a low income area. And that would be something like, you know, food deserts are more common yeah. and that's because that's all they can afford. And because that's what they can afford more move in. And when more move in, it pushes other cleaner foods out, which leads to, you know, things like worse health mm -hmm. because they aren't getting the more nutritious foods and stuff like that. So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like an environmental thing at all. It's sure. Just, sure. Know, yeah, that's that's the marketing person in me, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like it's for everybody and everything and every all the causes you can believe in, you know, because we have all the nonprofits in there. That's cool. Well, yeah, because I, you know, because as you're talking, it's kind of getting my my brain full. Yeah, like fast food, right? Something to do that would be like maybe a nonprofit that helps educate maybe low wage workers or exactly. maybe helps them get exactly. whatever wage they need. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, 
Because, yeah, I mean, and then it's funny because there's all these offshoot conversations that I could go into, but I'm really trying to keep it on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a great, you know what I mean? I'm thinking in my head. Let's go like, wherever you want to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> so how did you come up with this idea? Like, when did it start? What oh, made man. You, have you been working on, I bet you've been working on this for a while. I mean, you've, yeah, this is, this is quite the, it's been quite the journey. So yeah, tell me about Oh, it. man. So every year for about, probably about past seven years or so. Wow. Um, I just write down in my journals on New Year's, what I'm, what I, what are my goals, ambitions, plans for the future, all that jazz, you know? Yeah. Um, and then on New Year's of 2018, I realized I've been writing the exact same thing for six years or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was that I wanted to start my own business and I wanted to be something for the planet. And so right then and there, I was just decided that I was going to, uh, quit my job in eight months. Mm -hmm. So I saved all my money for eight months. Oh, wow. Um, and I just quit, went up to my girlfriend's cabin for a few weeks Yeah, and took books on, you know, the climate and the, this, where we're at. Right. Um, what, and the impacts of consumption because consumption is the real thing that really got to me. Right. Like most of these issues are around the things we buy and the impacts that come from those. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when I was up there, I kind of, you know, stumbled upon, upon this theory a little bit, this thing called externalities. So like I, I said earlier, but an externality is just an impact to mm -hmm. somebody else. Um, and it can be, it can be anything. Yeah. Like when, like when you go buy fast food at McDonald's, you're kind of contributing to this, whatever, what, if you believe that, that, uh, you know, they deserve $15 an hour, but you're buying at McDonald's, you're kind of proving the point. Exactly. McDonald's point. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're going to buy it either way. So yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy. <laughs> Externalities are literally everything. So that's what the website is. It breaks them down in environmental and societal and just from like all the different things you can, can consume. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I figured that up at the, figured that out up at the cabin. And then for the next three months, I just meditated on it and read all these nerdy economics books. Yeah. So now I know economics, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, dude, <laughs> you know, it was funny. We were, I was, I was on a podcast last night. I did one last night with some buddies of mine. And we were talking about this and part of, um, I got my degree in accounting. Um, but I also wanted to see while I was going through my degree, if you could actually learn the same things that they teach you in college about something like accounting, you know, it's not like marketing or, you know, accounting has got to be pretty specific here. You're, you're learning about a lot of laws, you know, it's almost like a mini law degree because you got to learn about all the regulations and rules behind reporting and things like that. So I was like, I was like, you know, let's see if you can learn if you can really learn what a college teaches you about accounting, like somewhere else. So I bought like these courses before I knew, like, you know, you, you got a month before your semester, you know, yeah. what classes you're going to yeah. take. And so I was like, I'll go buy these. I'll go find somebody in, on Udemy or YouTube who's who specifically talks about this and see if I can get close. Like if I can study this and see how well I do, if I can just do it. Right. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, dude, uh, even more so. Can, yeah. 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 Way, I, even more so. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I got a 2.3 GPA in high school Yeah, and doing this method in college, I was like a 3.8. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Because like, yeah, he's like, yeah. And they taught me everything. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, no. I mean, I obviously learned some stuff because the professors had their own spin on things and, and there were different, you know, nuances, yeah. but it was like, yeah, it's all the same. You learn like individual things, but you don't learn about yourself and how you interact with those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 
I graduated with marketing, but okay. and with a marketing degree. But the things that I've learned over the past year of doing this myself are so much more in depth, and it's crazy. Yeah, man. And the resources that are out there are just unreal. Um, yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy so, and affordable. Like, well, so like Salt Lake Salt Lake Library. Most people don't know this, but that um, so it used to be called Lynda.com. Yeah. Okay. And then LinkedIn bought it, so now mm-hmm. it's LinkedIn Learning. Mm-hmm. Um. Salt Lake Library gives free access to that. It's like a $40 a month thing. Yeah, no kidding. More but, than that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But Salt like Lake if City, you, if you yeah. have a library card, you just go into their secret portal, type in your library card, and everything on there is free. And that's, no way. That's where I learned how to build websites. <clears throat> that's the way I learned everything about SEO, content marketing, everything that I'm doing right now. Because I've built this entire business myself, and it's all from LinkedIn learning classes. It wasn't from my degree. Heck yeah, It was dude. not from my degree. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's great, dude. Yeah, it's wow, been amazing. What a good, what a good resource. Yeah, so, good you know, if my business ever, fails, dude. at least I have all this knowledge, you know. This well, is that's a, it, dude. Essentially no. a master's degree that I just took. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Now, like, this world that's coming up is not, like, you're your own kind of, like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? But you're your own, you're, you're your own, um thing you know like we have a college that kind of backs it up but you're your own backup now yeah and i think that's where it's going to a lot now man yeah and i think i think that's probably better because you know when i graduated with my marketing degree it was like okay go find a role most of them are sales roles so go find a sales role and if you don't get a sales role find a role where you design boxes that somebody else can put something in, right? Like (laughs) you're stuck in one thing. It's really hard to expand from there. Yeah. But with these courses, it's like I can learn a new subject every week that would just completely increase my value in the marketplace. Yeah. That you can be, and then you can show people how to like, because most jobs, like even sales, you know, like there are some sales jobs who are like no experience needed, but those are usually the lower paying sales jobs you want a higher paying sales job, you need a portfolio. Yep. I mean, you need this. Is, yeah. This is my track record yeah, of sales. I know exactly. how to do this. And uh, yeah, that's tough. And it's weird that a marketing degree would put you in a sales job. Cause like it's when you the get in the frustrating thing, when you all get in, time. yeah, when you get into, I hate sales. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're different. Yeah. Like they're totally. kind of the same, but they're, yeah, they're not though. No, they, they kind of have to, you have to mesh. You got to meet together. But, but we do totally different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, marketing absolutely. is like a branding lead gen, you know, how you're front facing, how people yeah. think about you and sales is that, you know, is like, but I'm, I need to convert that lead or, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the building a company is really yeah. fun because you, you're building a story. Yeah. And if people like that story, then, you know, it's, it's a success. Whereas a salesperson's like, all right, the company is essentially probably already built. You're working for this company and you're just trying to convince people to like this story. Yeah. And I don't want to have to convince people (laughs) to like the story. I want to use tactics to where I can get my story in front of people that I know are interested about this story and we can go on an adventure together. Right. Instead right. of me being like, come on, you're going to love this. Yeah. I yeah. Promise. Instead of, yeah. Trying, you, yeah. It's kind of like this organic thing. Yeah. And there's definitely companies that don't need salespeople nope. that need to rely on this organic kind of like, cause it wouldn't really do a whole lot of good. Right. Uh, there are some times when salespeople can kind of create resentment in a product. Yeah, for you know sure. What I'm saying, and I'm a sales. By the way, I've been a sales guy for eight years. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and I'm an accountant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's weird, but yeah, there's definitely all kinds of sales. I have this. Uh, 
I don't know, maybe it was my like the, the roles I got slammed to and into at the very beginning that just made me, you know, kind of be skeptical about them. But yeah. I, you know, I do sales, of course. Like, yeah, I go to like events. Yeah. And, you know, we hold up like, you know, free hug signs <laughs> and then they come over because they love free hugs. Yeah. I mean, pre-COVID, you know, pre-COVID, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to do it after. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, hey, you know, while you're here, do you want to check this out? It's a sale. That's yeah. a sale, right? So, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, it's it's definitely, yeah, semantics into that for sure. So you started this. I think that's really interesting that you started this, um, at least what I, you know, the part of the story that resonated with me was you started this um, as like your, you know, you reading your journals. Yeah, it was, it was just an idea. As, a, cool, as they say, what, what's that song? It was all a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you're going to make me remember that. And my homie Dre it's Rock is not going to. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a biggie song. Yeah, but yeah. I can't. It's like juicy or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, cool. so yeah, you know, I just took work off. I knew kind of the, the realm I yeah. wanted to be in. And then I had to figure out what I just had to look at the cause. You know, what's the root issue going on right now? fell into this economics theory. Um, so essentially the nerdy version of it is, you know, um, yeah, you have a price and you have an upper price and where those two meet is the market equilibrium, right? Like, yeah. so you have, you know, something's $2 and then you have a thousand people that wanted it $2. And if you raise it to $3, 500 people want it, you know, what's the middle yeah, ground? What's, what's the this, price? Yeah. The 250, they want yeah. that 250. Uh, that's the market equal equilibrium. And so, yeah, this is, yeah, it's essentially using that theory. It's really, it's really fun. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it, so I came up with that, this idea from that, um, you know, looking at these externalities that are coming off of these purchases and I was like, okay, how do we minimize these? Um, and so that's where this theory of offsetting them or my idea of offsetting them came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, well, acorns markets to millennials and I'm doing this myself. So essentially I was like, well, spare change, zero, $1, $3 subscriptions. The millennials are loving this. They're eating them up. Oh, it's weird, dude. And yeah. so, you know, I didn't, I don't have the budget to all this market research. So, you know, I essentially took that and then I did the market research on like what people are wanting and they were wanting something to help them live more sustainably. Uh-huh. You know, people are looking for like, how do I live more sustainably? And they're buying an organic swimsuit, you know, yeah. but there's issues with that. Like, uh, especially when it comes to like makeup is the, is, is the prime one, right? Um, makeup is a big cruelty free. If you actually look at the definition on the FDA's website, um, it just says there's no definition for cruelty free. Therefore anybody can market as a cruelty free company. And the majority of the things are the same as that. Like free range wow. has a free range has a, a definition but it's, it's the most easy thing to get around around of all time. And yeah. they're, they're all kind of like that. And so, you know, I kind of wanted to go around the back door and be like, all right, we got to stop that from the higher, from the, you know, yeah. From this, from the top, top level. But yeah. like, we don't have a thousand dollars to donate to an organization that's do that doing that. So how do we make it so people can, you know, and that's where the spare change kind of model came from. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, so people do have spare change and they love these you know, people are doing these offset. We, we talked about this yeah. earlier, the offset kind of thing, you know, carbon <laughs> offset. Yeah. What's the carbon impact of my t-shirt that I bought off Amazon? Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's, they'll tell you it's X and then they'll say, I just planted two trees and you're like, sweet. 
I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get, yeah. Whatever. Right? Yeah. Whatever. But like, you know, if you were, if you were able to be, you know, you buy that thing off Amazon, you yeah. donate to an organization that's, you know, kind of against monopolies and they were using that money to go to the top level and try to, you know, yeah. take down the power of these company, these monopoly companies, you know, that's yeah. kind of a bigger difference that you can kind of rationalize. So yeah. that's kind of the thought behind it. Yeah, man. I like that. Uh, the whole breakdown monopolies thing. I mean, I mean, cause it's a lot of people don't realize that, that, that a lot of these companies, that's how they get around all these taxes. Right. Yeah. Again, I was just talking to, you know, as much as we love them. Right. Right. It's so and, nice and convenient. But yeah. Yeah. But it's like, why don't, why does this have the to be? Externality. Yeah. Exactly. The externalities are, there's so many. They're crazy. The impacts that every other people are. They're unreal. crazy. And uh, yeah, it is unreal and it's scary. And so it's nice that you, that we can kind of fight back. Like, because like I said, it's like, it's not realistic, at least for me. Like when I talk to everyday people, uh, it's not realistic to tell some, to tell like, you know, cause you got whole foods, for example, owned by Amazon. They'll deliver this, these great, I mean, and you go to whole foods and I feel like they're a pretty good company for the most part, you know, as far as like what they offer and the food they, yeah, I, don't, I don't know enough, but it seems <laughs> yeah, pretty it seems good. Great. <laughs> it seems good enough to me. I could be totally wrong, but then, you know, and then you're delivered by Amazon. Yeah. It's so like, weird. Okay. Have you seen, right. Yeah. Have you seen that? And then, you know, they have so much money that can develop these new technologies, like supposedly, I don't, yeah. I don't really shop there, so I don't know, but supposedly you can just like throw things in your bag. And just walk out and everything's censored. And so it just charges you as you walk out. Yeah. So they have some pilot stores like that. I think the first pi- that Amazon pilot store was in Seattle, Washington. Makes a lot of sense. It makes sense. <laughs> in Whole Foods. And yeah, they, uh, they just run through. And I think I've never been there, but I've heard that it's pretty like, you know, I mean, it's, it's actually pretty, you know, with the technology they have, it's basic. You just run through and it's just one big RFID scanner. Just so picks everything up, you know, it's insane. Yeah. And then, and Amazon's whole thing. So, so how do you, well, how, what happens when they, they don't charge something or they overcharge something, right? Yeah. Well, Amazon's big thing is like customer first. Like, you know, you can buy stuff on Amazon now and return it and you don't even have to return the product. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just yeah so like, how would it, how would somebody else compete with that? You can't. Exactly. So like, when these companies yeah. get to the point where it's so easy to do a thing, like shop because you don't even have to check out. Right. Like how is it? Nobody can compete at that point. And you know, I love innovation. I think it's fantastic, yeah. but there's a point where it's not fair. Yeah, dude. You're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like my wife bought something off Amazon. It was too small. And so I was like, okay, well let's return it. You know, we're going to have to go wherever. And I click return and it was like, um, returnless refund. And I was like, no way, dude. <laughs> How are you doing that? I mean, I'm sure if you did that a hundred times, Amazon would yeah. kill your account. Like we don't believe you anymore, you know, but that's how you fight it. You just buy yeah. a ton of things that are returnless <laughs> and you start a shop and sell these. <laughs> I, know, I, I didn't know. say that Amazon. No, I know a ton of people that do that though. So you, but you know that there's actually right here in Foxborough, uh, there's a FedEx shop. Oh yeah. There's a well shop, but like distribution center. And, uh, you know, they have like, so there's a FedEx distribution center right here. There's a, there's a, uh, company down here called below retail. And what they do is they'll go to FedEx, like somebody at FedEx, they got, they got an in, somebody at FedEx will call them and say, uh, we have a semi load, a semi full of undeliverable Amazon and, and other products. So like it's lost in, in eternity. Yeah. And you can buy those. 
a whole semi of whatever. It's kind of like, have you ever seen Storage Wars? Yeah, yeah. So you don't That's really what know what you're thinking. getting. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they just say, but you either want the truck or you don't, and, but it's like full and you buy it for nothing, a thousand bucks for a, a full thing of it. Bro. That's insane. And then and you they, start a store. And then you start a store. So I, I mean, that's they, part of it, right? So I'm like, okay. You know, because that those guys absolutely crush it. Yeah. They absolutely kill No it. doubt. Because you're buying, I mean, you're buying, at that point, it doesn't matter what piece of inventory it is. It's like five cents, yeah. 50 cents. If there's more than a thousand <laughs> items in there and you sell them for a dollar each, <laughs> yeah. then you just made you your money. made your money. And that's yeah. what he does. And uh, so that's cool. But yeah, I mean, it's it's bananas what they're, what they're doing. man. It's crazy. So that's what, but that's where you come in. Is you kind of give, you kind of let people fight back a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have to do this, but I'm not going down without a fight. I'm going to donate yeah. a little bit exactly. here and there. And we're going to eventually, eventually, eventually we're going to get something. Yeah. Something's going to break because of my little, our little, that's yeah. really cool, man. Yeah. So it's crazy. So that I came up with that in December of 2019. Wow. And then I kind of got the idea of the app, um, January, February ish. Uh, and then I got some interest from some investors um, I bet. and I went to get some money and that was March 17th, the day everything was shut down Dude. and we had a, we had an earthquake Yeah, and they were oh like, yeah, God. no, yeah, we can't do this anymore. We can't do that anymore. So I just looked for investors from March 17th till July 17th. Wow. Finally got some money, um, put pen to paper, started building it right there, hired a team out of Canada. Um, so so I was kind of like managing that LinkedIn learning, building, learning how to build websites, built my website, yeah. wrote the content for the whole website, launched the website in April, um, finished the app pretty much by May. We had got some beta testers on it and then we launched it in June. Um, and since that time, we've just been kind of, so, so it donates at the end of the month. So uh-huh. we we're just taking it super, essentially an extended beta test because we want it, we donate at the end of the month. So, so when you, you know, buy your tank for 20, your tank of gas for 25, 55, we don't take your 45 cents right there. We just essentially keep it, keep it calculated. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the month we say, okay, they had $10 to each of these causes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so you'd get one thing at the end of the month. But because we just okay. launched last month, we wanted to make sure that these were actually working and they were, they were, yeah. but I wanted to make sure. So yes, yeah, so we haven't done any marketing or anything and yeah, it's been a month since we launched it, a month and about a week. That's crazy. How many users do you have? Oh, we have around 150. That's not bad. Which we haven't done any marketing at all. Just no, like, you haven't done anything I've just, yet. I've just, uh, I've been spending most of my time just networking and stuff. Um, yeah, just that's what you got. Well, that's how we met. How did we meet? Des. Des. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. I told, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, huh? is great, dude. Yeah, I met she, her forever ago. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, she just helped me do a, do a project. Just paid, just paid the invoice on that. And that was great. I mean, she's, she's phenomenal. She's absolutely wonderful. Um, that was cool. Yeah. I was like, basically I met Des and, and she did a podcast with me and she's referred people. Basically anybody that Des refers to me is on my podcast. Just if you, if you know Des and Des says, yay, yeah, I'm in. in. That's amazing. <laughs> just come on, dude. That's so cool. Um, because she's great. She is great. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of networking though, but that's, that's a great thing when you start, yeah. when you turn that mark, when you turn that marketing thing on though. Yeah. So, so for all the business people out there, there's a couple apps you, if you're in tech, especially there's a yeah. few things you need to get on. Um, one, <clears throat> so 
last year when I was looking for investors, there was a point where I was like, well, maybe I just find a technical co-founder, right? Like maybe that's my option. Yeah. Um, kind of my thought behind that was everybody was getting laid off. There were so many people just looking for jobs that were like really experienced, really senior. Yeah. Um, and so I found a few apps where they were kind of like getting these people together to talk to kind of, you know, maybe somebody's looking for a project, somebody's looking for this, somebody's looking for that. And yeah. it's essentially just like a, a board where you would write what you wanted or what you were looking for. Sure. Um, and since that time, it's just absolutely exploded and it's turned into like groups. So it'll be like a sustainability change makers, uh, oh, that's uh, Miami crazy. tech, New York tech scene. It's literally all these groups wow. have to do with technology. Yeah. And it kind of combines clubhouse and the next app I'm going to talk about, which is lunch club. And so what happens is you get on and it'll, they'll have these events and it'll be like a, a 10 minute speech from somebody super high up somewhere. Like today there's just all these New York times reporters that you end up getting matched with and stuff. Cool. And wall street is it's crazy. Yeah. Um, wall street journal. <clears throat> um, so they'll talk for like 10 minutes and then it just randomly matches you with people in there for five minutes chats yeah and so you're like hey what's up what are you doing this this, this and i've met these insane people like super high up people oh cool and just because i've been waiting for my app to like you know to make sure that everything's running smoothly i was like well i may as well just you know talk to people i met crazy people um and then the next app was lunch club and that's kind of kind of what was that app called was so that was called upstream sorry okay upstream and they just raised like three and a half million uh seed seed round and now they're just exploding it's yeah dude wow the ceo's so cool alex i've met with him so many times the ceo of upstream yeah wow dude and he was like this yeah he sold tons of companies it's really cool um it's this awesome community it's been great to be there from the beginning but um it's still super early so you should check it out all right and then the next one's lunch club which i don't know if you heard of that one no i haven't man uh so lunch club uh randomly matches you with somebody according to their API. So you'll put in like things you like, you care about, you write like a bio and it takes like all these keywords, uh-huh. puts them together, creates your like persona. And then it finds somebody based on an objective you're trying to do that. So that week. So if it's like business development or in looking for an investor, looking for people that are doing the same thing I'm doing and yeah, you'll just hit like all the matches you want. And then later in the week, I'll be like, all right, this is who you're meeting. This is your meeting. Here's their profile. And then you just get on a call for like an hour. And wow. last week I met with this guy and he's just like this super high up ad agency guy in LA. And I was like, man, this would be so cool for these people. He's like, you know who'd be really cool for this? Like Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, man, I know him. <laughs> he's like, dude, just send me a list of everybody you want to meet in Hollywood. And so I just sent him a list of 15 people. He's like, he's a, he's super big in the Asian community. So okay. I was like, yeah, all the Asian community people. Yeah. No worries. You yeah. Got it. Wow, dude. Who have you met like that? Who, can you tell me anybody? You, you, they're not like big names that you would know per okay. se, but all they're right. like, you wouldn't recognize the names, but they're big in their companies. Sure. 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 That's yeah. cool. That's well, cool. That, Check them out. They're amazing. All right. Lunch, really lunch cool. club. Lunch dude, club and upstream. So that's lunch. what I've been doing is yeah. just like meeting all these insane people and it's been well, that's Super what you got to do, man. Yeah. That, that's kind of the game now. Yeah. Especially you know? as a person that's never done this before. Like I'm yeah. in, I'm in tech now. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> you think that's of cool. Silicon Valley and you're like, oh man, yeah. I'm just like, you this know, who would dude. really like, you know, who would really like this that I'm thinking of now that you said that a guy named Mark A. Smith. Are you on LinkedIn? Yeah. Do you know Mark Smith? 
on LinkedIn? Sounds so familiar. Mm, you probably did, dude. He's fiery. He's on there all the time. Yeah. Shots. You gotta, I love him. By you got to be on the LinkedIn. You got, I, yeah, I love. But Mark Smith, I don't know. You tell me if you, have you ever seen this guy on LinkedIn? Maybe, maybe not. Nope. He's cool though. Okay. You got to check him out. out. Check him out. Okay. He was on my podcast. He was actually a gubernatorial candidate for the state of Utah okay. last year. Uh, but he's a big, um, you know, he's a big investor, big sales guy, uh, big, big, big tech guy too. He's really cool. But like, kind of like this conversation cares a lot about the issues, gets really, gets involved with things that he's really passionate about yeah. as far as like, you know, changing and, and things like that. But a uh, really cool guy. People are getting really passionate about issues right now. Well, you know what's That's yeah, yeah. the crazy thing. I mean, I was helping out somebody who sells to like Gen Z. And so I was doing a lot of research on like, well, what's that? What's that customer profile? Like, what is the Gen Z buyer like? And yeah, the big one was like buying from people who they who support causes they do. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of the big thing right now. That's why all these brands kind of doubled down on this. Being Uh, being honest, being real. Yeah. Yeah. they can spot a fake in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like now we're not buying Nike anymore. We're not buying whatever anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You don't. can buy from Nike or whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you're marketing the Gen Z's don't do television commercials. Oh yeah. They're like, what are those things? Bro, I don't understand. <laughs> I worked in a, 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 a company who, where their biggest budget was like print and uh, like not, and not like print. It was like, Oh, I got, print but yeah like newspapers and billboards yeah and like and then uh radio and tv and i was like the they one one time the marketer came up he's like did you hear i had in the radio and i was like bro i haven't listened to the radio like actually listened to the radio in like eight eight nine years yeah the only reason i listen to the radio is because my everything else is broken so i got the radio right now (laughs) (laughs) i listen to the radio because my homie is on i listen to one station and i only listen when that when my my boy is on yeah so he is he works for u92 his name's dre rocka and he's on from three to seven and so if i'm driving home from that time i will listen only listen to him yeah and that's it though (laughs) yeah for sure when the commercials come on you're just like yeah i just turn it all the way down i I flip it to my apple music and my spotify (laughs) and i pay for both by the way right because you don't want to hear commercials. <laughs> yeah, because I don't care, dude. Yeah. I just want to listen to my music. And same thing. Yeah, I mean, so I guess you would do like, you know, I, I know that people invest in like, um, you know, the Facebook, you know, commercials or like Spotify, Hulu commercials, something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's about all you need. That's about as far as you get if you get into that route. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going the, I'm going straight content marketing approach for me. Well, now you have to. Yeah. Like with what Facebook, Facebook and Apple's war. Right now is making it virtually impossible to yeah. to recapture people. Yeah. Because like, look, I'm a marketer and a sales guy. Mm-hmm. Like I have my own company and I'm doing cool marketing stuff. And when, when I redownloaded, when, when I updated my phone, I asked every app not to track me. Yeah. And I'm the dude. I, I'm, a, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like I, I do that <laughs> and then I, and then we get to work and they're like, man, how are we going to retarget our customers? I don't know. Yeah. Cause I just did that. What everybody else just did. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's so much more fun to just tell a story and connect with people. Yeah. That's better. I think it's so, I, I, it's so fun for me to just sit there and be like, all right, what is this person thinking? If yeah. he types in like X, what is yeah. the real thought behind that? You know, if he types yeah. in like 
what are the best movies out right now? What is his intention behind that? Yeah. Uh, is it like, is he looking for Fandango's like <laughs> what's coming up at the nearest theater? Is he, it, there's right, always like, right. it's like, what is the real intention behind a thought? And then like just putting that into a piece of content that engages with somebody. And then all of a sudden it's free marketing. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the best kind of marketing. Like I read, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's the thank you economy. Uh-huh. Um, great book, but it's this idea, right? It's like this idea of like growth marketing and st- like funnel marketing is great. Like funnels are great, but it's kind of like this growth thing where it's also like, you know, um, clubhouse blew up because they, they, they really did well at this scarcity thing. Yeah. For sure. They're like, they it's a wait list. They did. It's invite only. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And, and then they and, opened it to Android and everybody's like, nah, hey, we don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and then you had Spotify green room and then Facebook jumped on the bandwagon. But for a minute there, clubhouse was popping. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. They said it was going to kill podcasting. That's kind of when I started to get turned off. I was like, bro, you're not doing that. Yeah. No. Cause I can't go back and listen to a, a clubhouse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's cool though. Like the idea is cool, but now, yeah, but they opened it up to Android and well, and then, but, I think it was dying a little bit before that. Cause I think that's they why were they like, happened, opened it up <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was just like, man, I'm not doing this anymore. <clears throat> but, but what they did though, what you can learn from clubhouse is that scarcity thing. Yeah. Cause they made everybody want it. I know. Dude, I was like invite only. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then you were cool. Like I got clubhouse invites. What's up? <laughs> yeah. I think this lunch club is technically invite only. I is don't it? even remember. It's been so long. I don't, I don't feel like the scarcity is there necessarily though, but sure. like clubhouse nailed it. I don't, I don't know how they did it either. It. They crushed it. They're like, well, I mean, it was the first of its kind at the time, mm-hmm. at the time, you know, and then Facebook audio and then Spotify greenhouse and then Twitter spaces. But I think Twitter spaces is still in beta. And I think so is Facebook audio, I think, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. They, they, but, but yeah, it's this idea of like content marketing or this like, this growth marketing, like the, like a wait list or invite only is like that growth marketing. They're like, okay, yeah, everybody's got to get on this. Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> podcasting, man, nice work. Oh, dude. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, I've had a lot of doors open up. And, you know, I've had people reach out. Like my email gets blown up now. Yeah. They're like, hey, can I come on your podcast? And now I'm like, oh, you know, now I got to be a little more picky. Yeah. It kind of sucks because like. You know, I want people to come on, but it's like, I also don't want to be that guy. Like I have fun doing what I'm doing and it's, and it's cool. And people know what I'm doing for the most part. Um, but it's like, you know, you want to come on my show and I don't want to be like, yeah, it's like a three month waiting thing. Yeah. It's like, who are you, man? You're not Joe Rogan. You can't have three <laughs> months waiting on your podcast. You know what I mean? So I gotta be like, ah, yeah. Hey, can you check back with me? Like, I want to say yes, but you know, I'm booked or whatever. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was feeling a little under the weather earlier this week. because. <laughs> yeah from a storm, whatever. But yeah. like, I was like, maybe I should reschedule it. And I looked at your, your calendar link or whatever. And I was like, yeah, four months out. I was like, what? All right, we're doing it this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not my fault. Cause I just like, uh, there was a time there where I was so busy and people were asking me that I had like just a cut and paste thing that I was like, yeah, I'd love to have you on my show. Here's my link. And, blah, blah, blah. and people were just like, yeah. And I was like, holy crap. I did not expect that. So then I kind of reorganized it. And now I have a few days for things like this. Like, Amazing, oh, I can't yeah. do it on Monday, but, but I don't record on these days because I can have time yeah, or whatever, because yeah, but podcasting is good, man. It's, it's people like to listen to stuff. I mean, it's content for you. Yeah. It's content content for the person that's on it. 
And then it's just both of those audiences connecting with the new audiences. Yeah. And for you, you know, you get it if you're doing three a week, whatever it is, you're connecting with a lot of people. Yeah. And we just, yeah, we have fun, dude. And that's it. And uh, I'm having fun. (laughs) Good. Good. I'm glad, dude. Yeah. A lot of people get nervous when they, when they're on the podcast, I think it's just the mic or something like that. It is. Yeah. But that's why I try not to do any crazy intros or we just talk. It doesn't have to go anywhere specific. And, and I've had people on more than once, you know, when they have projects like, Hey, can I come back on when this stuff? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, man, come on. In fact, when you're talking about sustainability, I had a really cool lady on my podcast. Um, Abby, oh, that she's going to kick my ass for forgetting her last name. But uh, anyway, her name's Abby and she does sustainable clothing where okay. she goes and buys all the, all the material that they don't, all the dead material. Yeah. And then, and then she has a real small operation, but she doesn't do, I mean, it's all people who are paid well that create these and they're like one in a, once in a million things. Cause you never know what you're going to get. So if you don't, if you don't, if you like that shirt, she only made 10 of them. Mm-hmm. So you got to buy it because you it may not come back. And if it does come back, it might not come back the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's I amazing. Freaking cool. Man. I love that. I was like, that's cool because you, you got like this a sustainability aspect where she's like taking all this material. And then she has like, you know, her designers and her seamstresses all paid living wages, all work at their own pace. You know, man, who would have thunk yeah. living wages? What's that? <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, you know, so her clothes are a little more expensive. But then she balances that out with like this scarcity thing. Okay. Back to my economics theory. Yeah. I probably got sidetracked a little, but go that's ahead, exactly ahead. what it is right there. Right. So yeah. like the cost of the clothing was a little bit higher. Right. But that's because those extra costs from like the market equilibrium where people would want to buy that. Yeah. It's a little bit more expensive because it, you know, it offsets some of those externalities, those being, uh, you know, paying a living wage, which yeah. costs a little bit more not, and, not, and not having you, reusing some resources, which takes away from some of the waste issues, you know? And so those are yeah. externalities and those are kind of the economics behind it. Well, Raising yeah. the price just a little to make it so you're offsetting these issues. Yeah. Well, and then not even, so, so you raise them a little bit, right? And so you're like, man, is somebody going to buy that? But then she's got this, you know, then that creates naturally this badass marketing thing. That's like, if you like this shirt, there's only 10 because we only had enough material from this batch mm-hmm. to make 10. So it's kind of like, yeah. So it's kind of like you, you got this thing where it's like, I'm, I'm paying a little bit more for shirt. The externalities are being taken care of and it's unique. It's one of a kind. There's only 10. Yeah. And then once it's out, it's out. It's yeah. Done. That's so cool. So I'm like, that's cool, man. It I feel the cool. same way when I go to Savers though, you know, there's like one shirt there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but, and then she's also like a thrift. Yeah. But I, I bought a few I things. I was totally joking about that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> but she, uh, she's cool. Though. I bought a few things from her. She's yeah. That's really, amazing. She's fun. But I, but that's the thing is like, you know, I love small businesses and I feel bad when I buy from Amazon. So your idea would give me a kind of a cool little shot to be like, exactly. I can find a small business, like a, a nonprofit for small businesses that helps with grants. Yeah. And whenever you buy anything from a big store, your yeah. money gets rounded up and sent to somebody who does grants for small businesses. To help fund their ideas. Cause yeah. that would be, I'd exactly. be like, okay, cool. That's like, the entire idea you know, right there. You just said it way better than I did the whole, the whole intro. Well, but that would be I cool. I should let you start. <laughs> well, but, but, uh, you know, thinking in my head, I'm like, that's why I would do it. Yeah. You know, because I don't, I have like I have to buy from Amazon right now. I don't have a choice, man. Right. I got like, you know, and, and I have to, I have to do, you know, I have to buy my local grocery store who can't pay, you know, what they want to pay. Cause I, cause I also understand that too. Like it's all, I don't believe in like this. 
this black and white thing that like, you know, my local grocery store starts these people at, at what at 12 bucks an hour or whatever, because they're greedy. I, I, I genuinely understand that there are some constraints no, on both market. ends. It's a market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's things on both ends that can't. So it's like, oh, well, what now? Maybe it, we can do this together and, and through your platform, we can find, we can source, we can fund these places that help our situation exactly. on both ends, you know? Yeah, because you still want businesses to do well. You still want to go to the, your local store and yeah. be able to buy, buy something at a reasonable price. Right. But, you know, if there's something that's really bugging you about that purchase, you know, a little bit donated cool. to something to offset that issue is nothing. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Yeah. And, and, uh, now you were talking about, uh, another thing with your app with music and oh, musicians. Yeah. Tell me about that. <clears throat> yeah. So I was the marketing director for the stateroom presents before okay. this. Um, so in Salt Lake, uh, I don't know if this is all for Utah, but in Salt Lake city, there's the yeah. stateroom. Uh, when I was there, we opened up the Commonwealth Room and then uh, we did the bookings for the Eccles Theater, the Deer Valley, uh, Deer Valley Concert Series. Um, so I was the marketing director for them. So when I left, I had them in mind the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and especially the musician, uh, especially these little musicians, um, you know, Corey Mon, for example, okay, plays a lot of local shows around, the, around Utah, right? Yeah. Um, so my thought was, you know, how do we support him in a little bit more because you know local artists don't get paid the most money and it's, right. it's kind of a bummer um but they still have to drive to the gig they still have to set up they still have all the same things to do and they can't do that off drink tickets right <laughs> um so my thought was that you know like what if cory mon could um create a spare change crowdfunding um campaign essentially Wow, dude. Yes. It's all QR code based. So he would, he would create a campaign for each of his upcoming shows. He would put it on the concert tickets and whoever scanned that whenever they went to the show, you know, when the the cab ride there, the drinks, the merch, everything gets rounded up and then say there's 300 people at the show, uh, all their spare change equal to buck 50 each, you know, that's 450 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So it's gas money to his next show and a little bit more, a little bit of supplemental income. So that was so, the reason for the crowdfunding okay. campaigns was okay. musicians. So that's, okay. that's just an, another marketing avenue I'll have. Um, but, you know, it can be used for anything. It can be used, you know, if you have a um, a fun run coming yeah. up yeah, and you, you want to raise money for a month, you know, like if you don't want to do a, a Kickstarter where it's like, all right, yeah, pay me 10 bucks and get something. This one's like, all right. We're going to do this for a month. Just follow this campaign and you're 20 cents here, 30 cents there for the whole month, which the average donation on a roundup for a month ends up being 10 to $15. So okay. you'll end up doing around that much money, but it's not like this one time. So, fee, so, so let me, yeah. Payment. Okay. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. So let me, let me make sure I understand you because what I'm about to say next, like is in my head. So I'm an artist mm-hmm. like, okay, let's just take something realistic for me. I'm a, like, I like to speak every once in a while. And sometimes I do it for free. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Like, I, I don't think I deserve to be paid. <laughs> None of my ideas are original. So I go to this, I go to the speaking event. I'm not getting paid to do it, but I generate a QR code from you. Uh, and everybody who buys a ticket can scan the QR code. And then what, and then what happens next? So 
everything that they buy. From so you, yeah. So you would set it up for the time period that you want it to run for. Oh, okay. So you know, the, so the event starts at six and ends at eight. So, so everything for a day. Okay. So oh, okay. You, I mean, it could be for the day. It could be for the week leading up to the thing, whatever you wanted it to be. But whenever they scan that code and start on the app, there's essentially a play button. Oh, okay. And so you would just, you know, you could change your spare chain from one campaign to the next campaign. So no, say your show was coming up. I would just, you know, hit play on the day and then everything that I bought that day would get rounded up and sent to you. Wow. Dude. Yeah. So the consumer has to hit play. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. So you scan the, the code yeah. and it takes you to the campaign and then you put essentially pin to your dashboard and then your dashboard has all the things that you could be spending, sending your spare change to. And so you uh -huh. just press play on the one that you want it to be going to at that time. Wow, dude. Yeah. That could change a lot of like local artists lives. Exactly. Cause like a buck from 300 people, like is a lot of money. That's a lot. Or like 10 bucks. It's more than yeah, exactly. or whatever they end exactly. up, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. A lot of local opening acts aren't even getting paid. Like they're getting paid, you know, 150 bucks. Yeah. So if everybody gave them a dollar at a 300 person venue, doubled it, right? Or tripled it because you have your payment and then you have your yeah, 300 bucks man. extra. So, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But it's cool for people who want to support. Like for me, I'm thinking that would be really cool for the artists that I like. Because sometimes I don't, dude, I, I, I interview a lot of hip hop artists and I love their stuff. But, you know, they're like, hey, come to a concert. And I'm like, cool, what day and time? They're like Friday at midnight. And I'm yeah. like, bro, I got two babies. <laughs> yeah. I love you, but I can't. Nah, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's midnight, bro. Right. I'm old. And so um, that'd be cool, though. But but kind of give power back to some of the musicians. Yeah. Like, it can be used for anything. Maybe they're like, maybe your favorite artist has like, he's coming up with an album, right? And he's expecting to come out in a month. Yeah. So maybe he's like, hey, guys, my album's coming out with a month. I want to like a marketing budget. I'm going to set up a campaign. So every, all of his friends follow this campaign for a month in your spare change here, there, there yeah. throughout the month, you know, he ends up getting 15 bucks from 200 of his friends. And he yeah. just, he now has whatever much money, would whatever, be, whatever, 500 bucks to spend on something. Wow, dude. Yeah. And you can support your guy with that. I think that's the coolest thing yeah. is like, is like, I know it sounds weird, but it's like, dude, like I have the, I have like 20 local artists that I freaking love. And it is like, bro, I love you all. So it's like, do I give you all the same money or do I just give you all my love? Exactly. But now you can be like, I can give you all my spare change. And that adds exactly. up. Yeah. Though we can all like the same people. We can all, it all adds up. Yeah. So, so I know the owner of the complex and I know, okay. I know the owner of the complex and I know, you know, U92. Our rivals. Dun, dun, dun. Are they? No. I don't know. No, they're, I'm just joking. They, I think they love each other. I yeah. Yeah. They're totally but, cool. uh, but, um, <laughs> They just take all our good, they took all our good shows. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, dude, yeah, dang. They get um, some good ones. They do get some good. They just had a, they just had a Utah verse a couple months ago where they did. Well, see, this is my thing, right? So they just had this big Utah verse where it was the first concert post COVID. And they were like, we're not inviting any big names. We're going to invite 20 local artists and we're going to put on a badass show they sold out. It was a jam packed night. My boy Kate, the dog and uh, Angela, uh, the owner of the complex put this on and they crushed it. And I'm like, dude, what if you could give a little something extra to them with this, with this kind of thing? Mm -hmm. 
dude, that's unbelievable. It's essentially like a tip jar. Yeah. That you're not putting a dollar in. It's just like automatically rounding up 30 cents. Yeah. And who wouldn't do that? Like I would, yeah, why, why, why wouldn't I press plan? Yeah, there's no reason. Not I don't to. care. Yeah. I got, you know, and it's not, it's not a lot of money, but there's, there were, you know, there's 400 people here. Exactly. So if everybody does it, your artists get a little change, a little yeah. something, you know, it keeps them going. If there's 400 people and everybody ends up doing a quarter. That's a hundred bucks. Yeah. You buy your drink. Yeah. It, it, it really, that's what I, that's what I was saying. You know, like not everybody, not every individual has a lot of money to give, but a lot of people can give a little and it still makes the same and amount. It still makes the same, you know, and, and that's cool because I, I talk to a lot of these artists um, and you know, a lot of them, a lot of them just like, they understand that they're not going to get thousands of dollars to play a gig, but some, but to see something come into your bank account from people that love you is like, that's almost worth a thousand bucks. Yeah. Cause you're like, it's people that love me and they're showing some love and, and it's not a lot, but it is because it's them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. It's, it's not about like the, you know, it's not about hitting numbers. It's, it's like, I have a fan, like I have fans who actually would hit play on an app yeah. to give their spare change to me exactly to help out. Or and whatever. you know, depending on the, whatever the person sets as his privacy on his prof on his profile, like that person then could, then we could give them, you could, could have like the email of that person and then have a, a list of fans that liked him and he could, you know, em invite email them to blast. the next concert. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of, and kind of like, uh, um, the thank you again, he could send a exactly. thank you out and you're like, wow, I gave my, I gave him only a little bit, but he sent me a thank you email. Like sometimes that's yeah. all, that's and all then it's it marketing. And then he could be like, you know, he could record an yeah. individual thank you for each of those people. And those people are like, wow, that was so cool. And then yeah. they post it and all their friends share it. And then he just got 15 more fans. Yeah. Well, what, see, what's cool about that is like, is like, uh, one time I, I love, uh, one of the podcasts I love is the Lewis Holmes podcast. And so I saw somebody on Twitter was like, Hey, what are your favorite podcasts? And, uh, and I, whenever I see those, whenever I comment, I try not to drop my name. I, I want to give people like actually what I listen to. Um, and so I was like, I love Lewis Holmes podcast and this other guy, Chris Wilson's modern, modern uh, wisdom. And Lewis Holmes was like, Hey, thanks for shouting me out. I was like, that's cool. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm never going to not listen to his podcast. And all he said mm -hmm. was thank you on Twitter. Like no one saw it. It was only me, but it was cool. Yeah. You know, but people like that kind of stuff. They do. They love it. And so if you can create that kind of like a community with, exactly. with musicians. All about community. I'm all about the community. That's, that's insane, man. Yeah. Yeah. You got, and I don't know if you know, well, but you obviously do because you were the music director or the marketing director for the... This, the Utah music scene is unbelievable. Yeah. It's amazing. We have some incredibly talented people Yeah, on both on like musicians and then their yeah. creative directors. Yeah. Like those videographers and photographers that run around and, and help these guys. We do. <clears throat> Unreal. It's kind, of, it's kind of a bummer that they don't really get that much support though. Yeah, it you is. Know? Yeah. Like it's, it's terrible. We ended up booking, we ended up booking a lot of the same openers a lot of the time just because we knew them, we liked them, we trusted them, you yeah. know, but we know there's so many other bands out there that we wanted to give a chance to. And, you know, some of them, you know, we, as you, opener, you don't get as much competition. You don't, you don't bring in as many people. So you don't get as much compensation. It's just, you yeah. know, it's a hard like game to play. So a lot of them don't get as much support as they should. Yeah. But there's so much talent out there. It's insane. It is. It's on, I dude, I've interviewed some of these hip hop artists and I'm like, Holy crap, dude, if you don't blow up, I mean, this, I, I've heard some of these guys records and I'm like, this is as good as anything that would be on the radio. Yeah. Anything. I mean, and they're on my phone. They're yeah. on my playlist. Bro, yeah, I play them so all cool. the time. 
it's on it's unreal so that's kind of a way that i i try to support them but i don't know you know apple and spotify would they get like yeah they're like half a cent for a player yeah it's it's freaking nuts (laughs) it's like that's stupid uh, but anyway, that's cool, man. Why, you know, um, so, so what's the name of your company and the app and how do people, I, I mean, and is it ready? Can people get yeah. on this? Yeah, it's ready. Yeah. So the, the company name is the active consumer. Okay. And that's the kind of philosophy, philosophy behind it. That's mm-hmm. kind of the, you know, this, you know, if we increase the worth of something by a little bit, then yeah. it'll be, you know, we can eliminate some of these externalities. So it just yeah. kind of walks through like purchase and it, it relates everything kind of fat to fast food just to break it down super simply yeah, it is. yeah that makes sense so it goes from you know environmental impacts and it'll have like on natural resources waste water blah 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 and then it'll have societal impact it'll be on like um community health and uh civil rights right so it'll break down like in the website i break down everything using like a, the purchase of a fast food burger and then i say all the externalities that come from it so that kind of like just describes the theory behind it. And then Econus is what you can actually use to offset the impact that you're having or the, you know, all these externalities. Yeah. So the active consumer is the website, theactiveconsumer.com. And then Econus is the app. Yeah. And you can get on Android and iOS. It's just Econus. And then you don't need it anymore. And at the beginning you did Econus dash live sustainably. Okay. Um, but now it's been on for a month, you know. Big, yeah, it's big time. So it shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, dude. That's great. Holy cow. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait. So what are your plans for like the company? Like, what do you want this to evolve yeah. to? Eventually you want to get it to where? Yeah. So, um, right now I'm just dialing down all my business processes. Okay. Um, you know, now that, the, now that I know everything's running, it's fully functional. Um, yeah. so now I'm going to start building a little team. Um, so with that, I'm just putting together a lot of processes so I can automate pretty much everything. So essentially I can be like, all right, hire XXX contractors. Um, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. And then I have this, I use yeah, Asana then, yeah. project management tool. Oh yeah. Asana is great. It's amazing. So essentially I'll just be like, all right, assign you to this, assign you to this. And they essentially take it on from there and I'm pretty much out of the process till the end. Right, so but you can, Asana is cool because you can monitor it all so in real cool. time. It's so cool. So just growing it through content marketing, getting it bigger. Um, phase two is kind of the going from the influencer side. Cause uh, on this first side, you can only choose like a, a few number of causes that you care about and link everything to those. So the next one is where an influencer could literally link all 600 things to 600 different nonprofits. Yeah. And you could follow this and send your spare change to different places. Um, and then, yeah, from there, you know, it's, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. I, I really believe that, a lot of people giving a little can make a lot of difference. So, yeah, I so. think it'd be cool for, for you to, you know, on that side as well. And then, and then on, on the musician side to find a way to like automate that. So people like people know that when they scan that QR code that from like during the time of the, during the five hours of that concert, everything they spend is going to invest their spare change and yeah. like kind of automate it. Yeah. So you, so you kind of take out, I mean, obviously that they know, right? So you, you put your, you know, you, you get your T's and C's all like legit. Oh, they would, they would know all about it. You have to create an account before. Yeah, exactly. It's like not as easy as just scanning a QR code because but, but I, I mean, but to I, give I, money, you do have to link a card so that we have something to give from. <laughs> right. So they would know, they, they, they would know what they're getting into. Yeah. But that'd be cool though, but to kind of take out the last, 
you know, to kind of make it easier for them. Like, oh, because like when you were saying that, I was like, oh, dude, I would totally forget to press play and feel like a oh ass. no, that is so true. That yeah. is so true. I so one of the bugs during this month extended beta yeah. test was that I forgot to like tell people they had to press play. Yeah. So the majority of people haven't, and I just looked at all the data saying that I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, of like, course I had forgotten like to me it's you know, so obvious you just press play but like no but people it's not don't know obvious. That. yeah people don't know. well and like i'd forget like i would yeah. genuinely be i get to this concert pit like freaking hyped as hell about to see all my homies exactly and i wouldn't press play yeah. i wouldn't press play so it'd be, but it'd be nice but it'd be nice if before you can choose like hey do you want to press play do you want to have or do you just want to set it from like you know three o'clock in the afternoon to 10 o'clock, everything that you spend in there is going to invest your spare change. Yeah. Cause that's not a big deal. Do three to 10. What no. are you going to do? You can buy some drinks. You're going to get an Uber. It's going to make a buck. Yeah. You're going to, yeah. You can buy gonna, like four things. It'll be 30 cents. Yeah. 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 Buck 20. Right. 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 It's not going to be that much. So I, and I, and I would, that's the button I would press. I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Take care of it yeah. for me. I'm going to go ball out, have fun. And then at yeah. the end of the month, I'm going to see two bucks leaving. And, and exactly. I know it's going to my homie. Yep. Yeah. All day. Yeah. And it's cool too. So like if they did do the bigger one, you know, you can do more than your spare change. Do it's for one time and recurring donations as well. Oh wow! So like, if he set up that cam- campaign for a month, right? Yeah. For his upcoming album or something. So you're giving your spare change all the time, but then you're like, oh, you don't want to give more. You can just give him ten extra bucks. Oh. Or for like, because I would do that. Yeah, yeah. I would do that. Like and then, you, like a tip for your Uber driver. Yeah, totally. And then, you know, Done. for the actual nonprofit, so it's for spare change. Yeah. Like the sustainability aspect is one portion of it. Yeah. Um. But it's just one single dashboard where you like say you donate to five different organizations, right? And you have to go yeah. to all their websites all the time. You can just put it, you can just link them all on here because we have them all linked up. You can just schedule one time and recurring donation. So it's like, all right, 10 bucks to you, 15 to you, 10 to you, 10 to yeah. you, 10 to you. And then it's like uh, weekly, daily, yearly, whatever you want. And they just go whenever, like at that time. Yeah. They send the donations all tax deductible. You get a receipt for everything. Um, yeah, it is all tax deductible. Yeah. Is your company a nonprofit? Is a no, non-profit? we're not. Okay. Yeah. That makes but, sense. That's fair. But the way we set it up is very, it's very cool. So everything's tax deductible. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You, you know, we buy Girl Scout cookies and that's tax deductible. But if you look at their books, there's no way you can call them a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah. Bro, their CEO for makes sure. millions, man. I know, right? For real. Oh, all of them. For yeah, real. For sure. Jeez, dude. Uh, well, but no, but good for you. I, I was bank, just curious. everything. Yeah. 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 No, I was just curious. Like I did make your money. I, I don't ever get mad at somebody for making money. Yeah. I make, um, I make a dollar. For each, <laughs> it's, so it's a subscri- subscriptions based. Okay. So it's one, it, like I said, acorns it's yeah. free $1 and $3. Hard for you. Right. So the organizations getting the money are getting all your money. Well, the majority of your money at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're your processing fee, but your processing fee at that point is probably what, it's like a point, point and a half, point eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Instead of two point nine plus thirty. <sighs> yeah, those guys, freaking jerks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Well, hey, thank you so much for yeah, coming, man. man. What's, your, what's the website called? What's the website? The active campaign. The active consumer. Consumer Yep. There you go, dude. Just head there and then, you know, hit the tabs and download the app from the Econus tab from oh. there. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, right on, man. Thank Cheers. you so much for your time. Absolutely.